The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Well, greetings, Imagination Connoisseurs. Once again, it is I, Robert Meyer Burnett, and I am here with the John Campia show, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, spoiler conversation, companion video. That's a big name. But uh, I'm here to answer your questions left over from John's epic Doctor Strange spoiler discussion. Let's get right into it. Coming up first, The Sock. The Sock sends in a super chat that says, Impressed they committed to the horror angle, and not just because of the gruesome kills. Mr. Fantastic got done dirty. Kind of took me out of the movie, though, when he used the circle wipe transition. Oh, but that's old school Raimi. You gotta love it. You gotta love that he embraced his roots. A little bit of Dark Man, a little quick in the dead. Sam Raimi being Sam Raimi, I think that that's what, what, that's what made the movie so much damn fun. Uh, but I can understand that. I mean, you know, using using a little archaic uh, transitions, uh, I, I, could, I could see. I could see why you might feel that way. But it is, it is kind of old school. It's kind of cool. Kind of Sam Raimi. The song goes on to say, also people booed at Bruce Campbell's post-credit sequence. Well, you know, I have to say there's an entire generation, I think, that's missed out on the Bruce Campbell mystique. Um, Evil Dead came out 41 years ago. I worked on Army of Darkness. I have a screen credit on it. So I I personally go way back with Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell as Ash. And uh, I, I think one of the problems was it was a little self-indulgent and it doesn't advance the MCU mythology at all. It was literally the punchline to a joke that was set up early on. But I liked it because it was a reference back to the whole losing control of your own hand ah, from, you know, Evil Dead. I liked it. The sock continues on and says, one other thing. I thought it was really cool how Wanda looked like an actual monster when not in the light in the tunnel. Nice touch, Mr. Raimi. Yeah, I I really loved the way Wanda was portrayed uh, as an antagonist, a villain, a monster, if you will. I thought they did a great job with that. And, I mean, hell, I would watch a whole movie where she takes on the Avengers. I thought she was terrific. I thought Elizabeth Olsen was great. She was having so much fun. It was so much fun to watch her. So, yeah, I, I, I was totally down. Dino Vader sends, a, sends in a $20 Super Chat. Movie was okay, but I think the MCU shouldn't continue to follow the path with the multiverse. No consequences and therefore no emotions. For example, the death of all the Illuminati left me cold. Too bad. I don't disagree with that. I, I think that you're right. I mean, you can kill anybody in the multiverse, and it's like, ah, whatever, it's the multiverse. I hope they don't, you know, go down that path exclusively i mean they could definitely be leading up to a secret wars conflict that we saw in the comics avengers secret wars or something like that where a lot of variants come in but i i i agree with you i think that there is no real stakes and also when you watch the illuminati get wiped out by wanda and she is powerful so it doesn't it's not that she couldn't do it it's just that eh when she does you'd think that those characters that got wiped out would be a little bit more powerful i mean Black Bolt, it was a little, uh, take your mouth away, Black Bolt. So 
what, he couldn't stop his power from manifesting. I mean, it was kind of cool, but if she's able to knock those characters out, those very powerful characters out so er so easily and so early, so early on, what good are they? She sort of diminishes them uh, I, I, no matter what universe they're from. So I, I, would, I would tend to agree with you. Uh, Johnny Weiner sends in a super chat and says, I wasn't surprised on the cameo appearances, but I was surprised every Illuminati matter Every Illuminati member except Mordo dies. Scarlet Witch was scary AF. Hope she's alive. I think she's alive. She was scary. But again, I, I agree with you. I mean, getting rid of the Illuminati, that was kind of a bummer doing that uh, so quickly. Uh, I agree. I agree. I would like to have seen more of them. And then, of course, it diminishes all of those characters no matter what universe they're in. Uh, Reamer Bulldog sends in a super chat and says they're clearly leading to secret wars with the multiverse. I think that's a pretty good bet. It looks like that is the direction they're headed into. I think we'll know more once we see Quantum Mania with Ant-Man and the Wasp. I, I really don't know where they're going to go, but Secret Wars seems the obvious place. So, yeah, uh, I think you're probably not wrong. <clears throat> Stephen DeLint Wooters sends in a super chat and says, I like the movie a lot. Unfortunately, my screening was tainted by some dumb kids who started throwing insults when Chavez's two moms got revealed. Yeah, I would say grow the F up to people. I mean, it was the multiverse. It is a science fiction movie. But unfortunately, you know, our civilization is not nearly as um, mature as we'd like it to be. Um, I actually thought that was done tastefully. I thought it was done well. I liked it. Uh, CJ Rebirth sends in a super chat and says, Looking forward to more of America Chavez in the future. My audience cheered for her several times. They also cheered for the Marvel 616 Universe moment. Hey, I, I thought so too. There's a lot to cheer about in the movie. A lot of fun. Look, I, here's how I feel about the whole movie myself. I felt that it was a fairly, within the context of the Marvel Universe, it was fairly minor in terms of the ramifications, even though multiverse and craziness happening i did feel that it it i mean it sets up things with the multiverse and i just liked it as a standalone doctor strange horror movie i loved it from that perspective you know we're so used to like how does this fit into the big big tapestry and it does because it deals with the multiverse we just don't know where it all goes from here and what are the consequences we don't know yet we will we just don't know now so um yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it. Uh, Johnny Weiner sends in another super chat and says, given John Krasinski played Mr. Fantastic, is it does it confirm that he'll play Reed Richards in the upcoming Fantastic Four movie? Because almost every member in the Illuminati was played by the same actor, Mordo, Captain Carter, Captain Marvel. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't want to speculate. I mean, it was such a fan favorite thing to do. But I could definitely see it happening. I mean, he was great in the role for the small bit we saw him. I would love to see... Look, I would love to see it happen. I really would. Um, again, we'll see We'll see where it goes. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it confirms anything. Uh, not yet. Uh, Cesar Rivera sends in a super chat and says, John Krasinski got string cheese. He did. That was hardcore, man. I was like, wow, that's a, that's a way to go out. Definitely... Um, didn't expect that. <laughs> that was pretty hardcore. I liked it, though. It was pretty neat. Stephen, if I was a little kid, I'd be like, wow, that was awesome. 
Stephen DeLint Wooters sends in a super chat and says, wondering how Loki fits into all of this. If dreams are gateways to other universes, that means the multiverse has always existed. Yet in Loki, there was only one universe and one sacred timeline. Well, look, I've said this before. I think we need to understand there needs to be a delineation between uh, time branches in one universe and the multiverse. Because our single universe can have many branches in terms of time that get to get pruned. That's not a multiverse, though. And I think, you know, it's it's hard. I mean, Marvel, I, I, there's a lot of questions I have with, I've talked about this on the, on the John Campion show about the cosmology of the Marvel universe in that it, it, where's it going with celestials and Egyptian gods. And we're going to be introduced to the gods of Olympus and love and thunder and gore, the God butcher. And uh, what does it all mean? Like, wh- where's the hierarchy? Where's the power structure? Do the celestials deal with the Egyptian gods? And if so, how how so? I mean, when Arashem came to Earth, does he check in with the Egyptian gods? It's I don't know. I think we need we need clarification on the multiverse and the cosmology of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Dad jokes sends in a two dollar super chat and says, "As bonkers as it was, as it was, plot holes were minimal." I thought so. A lot of people are talking about various plot holes, but I thought for the most part they did a pretty good job of making it all hang together. I mean, I was surprised at how good they actually did do, uh, making it feel that it flowed and that it, I mean, it was dealing with all kinds of ramifications, but it, it went off. I thought they pulled it off pretty well. Uh, Besparza Media sends in a super chat and says, I feel Wanda has become one of the most compelling villains, an MCU first, since she's the only hero that ended as a main villain to a film and so brutal. I agree. She was great. Plus we knew her. And I think we we empathized with her, sympathized with her. And, um, I mean, if she imagines she's been dreaming about these kids even before WandaVision, and with her grief, the dreams overcame her. She tried to manifest them for real and couldn't, thinking she's supposed to be a mother. I mean, I I liked all that. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Um, Danito uh, says one of two. For me, much of Wanda's emotional arc was ruined by the cringe ice cream song. Thought it was a joke. My audience laughed at what should have been a heartbreaking moment. Overall, felt detached from one of my favorite MCU characters. Her evil turn makes sense, but felt too jarring off of WandaVision. Yeah, I mean, look, I could understand it only because look at how Doctor Strange was feeling waking up from those crazy dreams. I mean, Wanda, with the addition of all the grief she'd suffered, the losses she'd suffered, her brother, Vision... Uh, everything, um, and and she was in the grips of the of, of the Darkhold. I mean, she was possessed by that power. It had come for her, and so I I bought into that. Uh, Nicholas Stanley sends in a super chat and says, "How did Doctor Strange remember Spider Man?" Well, remember, Doctor Strange can remember Spider Man. Everybody can remember remember Spider Man. They can't remember Peter Parker. Everyone remembers they work with Spider Man. It's Peter Parker that nobody remembers and i think that's something that we need to keep in mind besparza media sends in a super chat and says i think wanda is truly dead i don't see where they go with her character if not she's done too much evil to be redeemed but also no longer corrupted well i mean she did destroy the dark hold in every universe so and many people have been been uh, possessed and you know, like Reagan McNeil in The Exorcist, was it her fault that she was possessed? I mean, 
does everything she did while possessed does that does that weigh heavily on her sure but is she considered evil no because she was a victim and wanda certainly was a victim of the dark hold and she did terrible things but and she'll have to pay for it but it's just like john luke picard being uh turned into locutus of borg johnny got lost sends in a super chat and says one of two one of two that was my dog gilbert I'm pretty sure John Krasinski isn't our Mr. Fantastic. Immediately immediately after Wanda kills the Illuminati, Strange says to Mordo, they're not coming back, which is probably true. Um, he, well, it's, it, it's, he's, a, he's a Mr. Fantastic from a different multiverse, so he's not ours. I don't know if they're going to use him. I, I would think, look, we got the fan service that we wanted. Everybody wanted Krasinski as Reed Richards, and he was great. He was great in the role. I, 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 you know, if that's all we get of him, hey, we got something. It was pretty cool. But I don't know how it's all going to work out in the long run. Um, and Johnny Got Lost goes on to say, I think this is not so subtle hint the filmmakers are giving the audience that these characters are a one-time thing, like Evan Peters. Thoughts? P.S. I doubt Wanda's dead. I doubt Wanda's dead, too. But, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's a weird – look, the Evan Peters thing to me, the Ralph Boner thing is still weird. Because if she dreamt, if there's a multiverse, she dreamt her brother uh, was him from a different universe and pulled him in or something. It doesn't, that still doesn't make any sense. I don't think it was a joke or a misdirection. I think they're going to revisit that one day. Uh, I don't know how, but I just think they will. Uh, Danito sends in a super chat and says, Wanda really is a Raimi villain, like Goblin and Dr. Octopus. I think so, too. Same kind of thing, you know, um, sympathetic but evil and not at the same time. Uh, the best kinds of villains, you know, different layers. Uh, villains, the best villains always think they're the heroes. So I I, I think they were. I think she was a great villain. And uh, really, it, it's, it's, uh, it's really, really great. I really, I really liked it. Mista47 says everyone should take their mom to see Multiverse of Madness today. You know, I don't know if my mom would dig it. She, she would dig Avatar The Way of Water. I don't know how much my mom would have liked the multiverse of madness. <laughs> Depends. My mom's probably a little too old. She would have been asking me, what the hell is going on? What's, who are these people? <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Christina B. sends in a super chat and says, thought there was a 99% chance they were going to kill Wong so that Strange can be the Sorcerer Supreme. Glad I'm Wong. Uh, glad I'm Wong. Glad I'm wrong. You know what, Christina? If they had killed Wong, I I would have been so upset. Wong is the MVP player for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I love Wong. I don't want to see him die. It would bum me out. But yeah, I I did get some feels in there. There was a moment I thought he might be gone. I loved when he came back. He kicked some butt. I enjoyed it. Taki75 says, I like the second post-credit. It was so meta. Taki75, it was so meta. And... uh I did love it. I just wondered, you know, he was there for weeks, hitting his face day and night and day and night. Could he go to the bathroom? Could he eat? I was worried about old <laughs> old Bruce Campbell uh, and his pizzas, <laughs> his pizza balls. But, yeah, um, <laughs> Taki75 sends in another super chat and says, Olsen said in an interview that Wanda will be back. She's too good, and um, I'm sure she will be back. I don't think that they're going to get rid of her anytime soon. She's a nexus being... She's powerful, and she has a bigger part to play, I think, in the MCU. 
you yet. Christina B sends in a super chat and says, what's a more trolley post credit scene? Trolley, <laughs> like off your trolley. Bruce Campbell, it's over or Ant playing drums. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, they're both pretty trolley to me. Uh, I, I leave that up to you to decide. Um, the Bruce Campbell, it's over. It felt very Ferris Bueller to me. Plus Evil Dead. It was so like, uh, like Taki said, it was so meta. It really was meta. <laughs> I liked them both, I guess. Taki75 goes on to say, I like the acting in the scene where the Illuminati kill Strange 838 on Titan, especially Cumberbatch and Mount's emotional, I am sorry. Uh, I liked it too. I liked this. Look, I the fact that they brought, can we just talk about how crazy it is they brought back Anson Mount to play Black Bolt? That was nuts. And and I love that he did it, and they made him, they sort of redeemed the 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 Inhumans series by bringing him back that way. I, I thought it was terrific what they did. Really, uh, really that was amazing. Robin John, let's be honest. The Loki show had more madness than Doctor Strange 2. Agree or disagree? Also, which format did you see Doctor Strange 2 in? Love the show very much. We saw it in IMAX when I saw it with John and crew. We saw it in an IMAX uh, uh, theater. And then the first time we saw the first 20 minutes at CinemaCon, we saw it at this beautiful Dolby. They, they hook up, they, they set up a Dolby screen inside the Coliseum Theater at the at Caesar's Palace. So both times. We didn't see it in 3D. I wanted to see it in 3D IMAX. I was supposed to see it in 3D IMAX today, but I couldn't um, because of work. And I, uh, it was great. But, you know, the Loki show was pretty bonkers. And to be honest, I don't disagree with you. I think this could have been, there could have been more madness in the multiverse of madness. But I thought it was still pretty great. But Loki was just wackier. Uh, really wacky, but yeah, with the time variance authority, uh, it's, it's, I think I, I worry that the Marvel cinematic universe is straying a little too far outside the, the, the realm of, uh, uh, of believability, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Lewis Emery sends in a super chat and says, I really loved Dr. Strange and the story arc of Wanda. However, I just really wanted to see strange in different universes. Plus, is she really dead? Yeah, I mean, I loved seeing different versions of Strange. I could have watched 10 more different versions of him. I, I, it was very interesting seeing the different... And I thought for our Doctor Strange to see different iterations of Doctor Strange was actually very, very cool. I, um, I really like that, and I'd like to see more of it, see where it goes. But I agree. I thought that was one of my favorite parts, was seeing all the different iterations. Although I couldn't help myself but think, wow, if they make hot toys of all of these Stranges, might I get them all and like line them up? know that that would be a cool thing to do Danito sends in a dollar 99 super chat and says were the leaks y'all got excited about in the movie yes one of the things that we saw was wanda and uh professor xavier fighting um which i thought was like no way uh but that was one of the things one of the leaks that we saw uh south texas shark sent in a super chat and says so other wanda doesn't have powers because i thought she was about to go full mama bear mode yeah, I mean, all different kinds, different kinds of uh, Wandas in different universes. But yeah, I mean, it, that could have been interesting. But I'm kind of glad they didn't they didn't do that because there was an extra added emotional oomph in those scenes, which I thought were were really really great. So yeah, 
Um, but I like that full mama bear mode. <laughs> Dr. J sends in a $35 super chat. Well, thank you very much, Dr. J. Uh, when Stephen with a V fell off the hippo's boat, I felt genuine sadness. But I felt nothing for any of the characters in Doctor Strange. I found myself cheering for Wanda as she eliminated the Illuminati and attacked Comertage. It was a roller coaster ride. Well, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I thought it was great. But I understand, you know, they, they spent a lot more time. You got to know Stephen and Mark m- more in the Moon Knight show. So um, I, I did think that the movie Doctor Strange's breakneck pace, it didn't have the kind of emotional wallop that you might want. But I did feel pretty good about it. I think um, my dog's doing something crazy over there. Uh, I did feel pretty good about it. I did like what was going on during the the movie. I just felt that the breakneck pace sort of diminished the emotional power that you might have felt had it gone a different way. Because, man, it truly had a breakneck pace. Jin the Jedi sends in a super chat and says, Loved it, but Phase 4 is now very convoluted. I agree with that. The writers are breaking MCU rules. Example, if universes are being destroyed, where's the Watcher? He, out of anyone, should have been there. First MCU extended cut. I'd like to see an extended cut. That is a really good point. With the multiverse, I mean, we already saw the Watcher in What If, and we saw the Watcher, what, in in one of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies? We need to see the Watcher. Where was the Watcher? And I thought, especially since we saw him in What If, uh, and he narrated it, that we should have seen more of it. Um which is, it was frustrating, I thought, because I would like to have seen him. I thought for sure we were going to see The Watcher. Sebastian, you crazy dog, stop eating everything. Drew Larson sends in a super chat and says, Hey, John, love your show. I know you saw the leaks, but what was the feeling like when you first saw John Krasinski as Reed Richards in the theater? Uh, you know what? It was pretty, pretty epic, but he looked so badass, and it really just made me, I'm like, can we please get a Fantastic Four movie because he looked great and I wanted to see more of the Fantastic Four. My problem was, I, you know, the way he went out, he went out the way he got killed. I'm like, if they made a Fantastic Four movie, would it be at all formidable? Like, I don't know. I, I need to see more. Mr. Hank Dunn sends in a super chat and says, aside from the horrible fan cast of Krasinski, what horrible, he was great. I love this movie. I felt like I was watching Evil Dead for the first time. Raimi is my favorite director. Well, Hank Dunn, I'm with, with you there. I mean, it was definitely a throwback to, as I said earlier, Dark Man and The Quick and the Dead. But I don't think that, that it was wrong to fan cast Krasinski. I don't know what Sebastian's doing. Sebastian, come here, Sebastian. He's tearing something apart, and it sounds bad. Come here, Sebastian. He's a puppy. He doesn't know what he's destroying. It's probably something that's worth a lot of money. Eustace Pachalis. What a cool name. Eustace Pachalis. Pachalis, right? What a great name. When Mordo introduces the Illuminati, he describes their background except for Xavier. Could it mean anything about X-Men in 838 and possibly also in 616? I don't think so. I mean, maybe they just want to stay away from that. I don't know what they're going to do with the MCU, but that's another thing. I mean, as Phase 4 progresses, there's big questions. They've already announced Fantastic Four. And then the X-Men, who knows? But that's that's such a thing that's looming over this universe. I feel like they've got to tell us something soon. Don't 
we deserve it. Um, you know, I know something's got to happen. Something's got to happen there. Um, but it's weird that they haven't told us. Ben Burnside sends in a super chat and says, did I miss some character development in Baron Mordo? In this movie, Strange says that he's a sworn enemy committed to killing Strange. But I haven't seen Mordo try that once to kill Strange in the MCU yet. Well, maybe not in that universe. I mean, it was interesting to see them um, and what was going on. But remember, you know, um, I, I, again, I don't know. I, I just, I love Chiwetel Ejiofor in the role, role as Mordo. And I thought he looked great. I thought he was badass. I want to see more of him. Um, this Ben Burnside's question is repeated twice here. And uh, again, I, I don't quite know how it all works, but he hasn't tried to do it yet. And I mean, where, where, what is the situation between Mordo and Strange in our universe? I mean, after is is Mordo going to get rid of sorcerers? What's going on? I think that was a that was the thing that I was wondering. Like, where's our Baron Mordo? Cockroach seventy seven sends in a twenty dollars super chat and says, "Hey John, will we ever see Wanda again? Is she even alive? Personally, I think she's irredeemable after her awful actions in Doctor Strange two, and I don't know if I'm interested in another reality's Wanda with the excellent grief arc of our version." I think we're absolutely going to see her. But remember, I mean, <clears throat> she was possessed by the Darkhold. She was possessed by the power of evil. She was corrupted. So I think that there is a, a redemption arc for her, and I'd like to see more of it. And it's interesting because the other Marvel characters I've heard about, like Westview and what happened in this film, but, um, you know, who's to, I, who Who knows what um, where that's all going to wind up and play out i i don't know but we're definitely gonna see her again she said herself that we're gonna see her again so i think um that we will by the way that that cockroach question cockroach 77 thank you it was doubled up there <coughs> bfm 395 says is sorcerer supreme mordo still trapped in the illuminati pit that strange easily escaped his character seemed irrelevant still i like the movie seven out of ten well, i don't think he seemed irrelevant i mean i think it was it, when we met him, it gave us an anchor, and it kind of flipped the script there, and we didn't know what was going on, and I thought it was interesting when he, he captured our strange. So definitely, um, uh, you know, there's, there's more to it than that. I, I think we're going to see that Mordo again, maybe, um, just because I really liked him. I hope we will. Ben Burnside sends in a super chat and says, My friend, who is a big Marvel Comics fan, wonders why they used America Chavez in this movie and not the X-Men character Blink in her role instead. That way they can introduce the X-Men. I think when they introduce the X-Men, it's going to be much bigger. And I like Blink, but <coughs> I think they have an opportunity to have a character, you know, introduce another younger character, and we're going to see more of her in the future. I really like that character. But I think they're going to shy away from X-Men characters until we actually get the X-Men. Uh, that, at least that's kind of the way I see it. Uh, ben Burnside said, I love how this story was more about Wanda, but I don't like how this movie wasn't about the multiverse of madness. I felt like the trailers promised the other universes wrecking shop at our Earth. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that, if that <coughs> could even happen because... You know, it was strange in America Chavez that were transitioning the universes and Wanda. Um, but yeah, I mean, it could have it it could have been more madness. Um, but yeah, I, I, I in a way, I, I don't disagree with you. I wanted to see more, but I wanted to see Strange uh, 
go into more universes and have have all kinds of crazy shenanigans happen to him. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it, it, it or if it happens, I, I where is Quantumania going to go with this? There's still Kang coming. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I could have stood for a little bit more madness in the multiverse. I uh, don't disagree with you. Anna sends in a super chat, one of five. Hi, John. I have to say that I love this movie. One of my favorites from the MCU. I think I liked it because I went with zero expectations. I only went for Wanda, and they gave me Wanda. I will defend this movie to the end. But I understand why so many people didn't like it, and I blame some things. Too many trailers. They showed almost everything. I stopped watching trailers after the second one with Patrick Stewart's voice because I knew it was too much. Fan theories and cameos. People need to stop with that. The problem is that people don't want a good movie. They want cameos. The cameos for this movie were perfect. People say that they died too quickly, but I think that was the point to show how powerful Wanda is. I loved every single second of that scene. Some people forget that it's a Doctor Strange solo movie and not an Avengers Endgame movie, and the pacing of Phase 4 with the Infinity Saga, we knew what was happening. With this new phase, we don't know anything. Oh, that's a good point. I understand that it is about the multiverse, but please explain more. We have five movies and six series, but where is this going? Anna, a lot to unpack there. But first of all, I, I really enjoyed the movie too. I kind of looked at it. It's just a standalone Doctor Strange horror movie that I, I really liked. I think that was something that we haven't we haven't got before, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really good. Um, but you're right. With this Phase 4, I think they're dealing with the grief of a, of a lot of the characters. But I don't feel any cohesion between the series and the movies. It seems like they're dealing with these situations, but where's the where's the bow? Is there, all of this going to be tied into a bow? With the Infinity Saga and with uh, when we were working up to the Avengers, we knew we were working up to an Avengers movie. I don't know where any of this is going. And it seems like each one of these things, the multiverse, the 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 Arsham, the judge, judging Earth in... in, in um, the Eternals, then we've got Shang-Chi and what's going on there. And what do the Ten Rings represent? You've, we're going to get Thor, Love and Thunder with Gore the God Butcher. All of this stuff feels like, I feel like it's going, it's exploding outward. And I'm wondering, where is the, the through line? Where is the direction? And maybe there's, I mean, they obviously have a plan. And Doctor Strange did well at the box office. But like you, I I honestly don't know where they are going. And I'm wondering about, um, where they're going and the look like you say the pacing I think all these movies are, are paced well like I've I've quite enjoyed them all but I don't feel that there's any cohesiveness and they keep getting bigger I mean Loki the ramifications of Loki and the time variance authority huge the ramifications of the celestials and the eternals huge the Egyptian gods and Moon Knight what about them I mean all this is crazy and it's expanding the MCU and very interesting, strange directions, but where does it all lead? And I, I think you're absolutely right when um, you ask that question. As for the cameos in the movie, I agree. I Look, I love Doctor Strange for what it was. It was a breakneck horror superhero movie that was breathlessly paced, and I had so much fun watching it. And um, the cameos I thought were fine. I mean, yeah, we'd want more. Like, I could sit there and watch a whole season's worth of a TV series about these multiverse worlds and these characters 
Like, what what were their Earths like? You could hang out and show us these different Earths all the time. There was, I remember, a TV show in the early 80s called Other World, where people kept skipping into different versions, or sliders, different versions of Earth. There, these multiverse stories have existed before, and I always like to see how they put a spin on 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 their Earths in the multiverse. I could have watched that for days. So, um, yeah, I liked it. I thought I thought it was great. But yeah, like you, I I, I hope that a, a course for the MCU becomes clear. Whether it's Secret Wars, whether we're leading up to another another Avengers movie, I just feel that we've we've been getting all this stuff, and it's sort of all over the place. And I don't feel it's it's leading anywhere cohesive. And I want it to, but maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just because that's what we're uh, we're expecting. Uh, Reginald. Niker, Niker sends in a $20 super chat and says, love this movie, especially the Illuminati fight. They didn't take her seriously because their universes, in their universes, Wanda wasn't a threat. Strange was, but they never knew about the Scarlet Witch and their arrogance led them to die. Reginald, that's a great point. Um, yeah, they didn't know. They didn't know how powerful they didn't. Maybe they just didn't have a nexus being in their universe. And um, I really liked that. I thought it was really, really good. Absolutely. <clears throat> up, up, down, down, 814 sends in a super chat and says, this is the most Sam Raimi film I've ever seen. I thought the film was overall fine, but the audience in my screening was more excited for Avatar 2. Really? I'm glad to hear there's excitement. I, I can't wait for Avatar 2. I've heard a lot of people poo-poo that trailer. I'm like, come on, man, what do you want? Um, But yeah, uh, I'm excited for Avatar 2. And it was very Sam Raimi, but you know what I would... There's other Sam Raimi's like his we, uh, films, like his Western, The Quick and the Dead, with Russell Crowe's in it, Sharon Stone's in it. If you haven't seen that, it's pretty Sam Raimi. And if you haven't seen Darkman, although Darkman feels a little quaint now, but check out Darkman, very Sam Raimi. And then, of course, the Three Evil Dead movies, and a movie called The XYZ Murders, when a lot of, a lot of people haven't heard of that either, but check that out. But this is pretty damn Sam Raimi. Pretty damn Sam Raimi. Casey Mack sends in a super chat and says, It was such a delight to see Patrick Stewart as Professor X again, but going into this movie, I knew all the members of the Illuminati were done after they had to go up against Wanda. Yeah, I know. She slaughtered him. And I, I, I wanted to spend more time with him. I wish they had stayed a team up until the end of the movie and they could have all participated in a massive final battle or maybe even gathered more. But I understand it could have spun off. I mean, the way they kept all the balls in the air, was pretty impressive. I, 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 yeah, I didn't know whether or not they'd be able to do that, and they did. I was, I was pretty impressed. Pretty impressed. Um, Casey Mack goes on to say, people seem to think Wanda is dead when she destroyed the Darkhold, but that flash of red light makes me think she's still alive. She is still alive. They can't kill Wanda Maximoff. Come on. Um, she has to be around. She has to see Magneto. Reality must be changed. Um, and you know, Elizabeth Olsen, they love her. She's going to come back. Don't worry. She'll be back. Jerome sends in a super chat and says, would you consider the deaths of the Illuminati fake deaths since other versions of them exist? I wouldn't because they died in their universes. You know, the, in their universes, those people are gone. They are gone. So I, um, I, I liked it. I mean, I, I, they were, they were real deaths and I thought that they were done very definitively and, I, I felt it, man. When those characters died, I felt it. Tyler uh, Pfeiffer 
says, Wanda coming out of the gong was just like it when Pennywise comes out of the refrigerator all twisted up. I love that. I thought it was great. Again, Sam Raimi putting in those horror touches. I thought that was fantastic. Totally enjoyed that. Um, yeah, it was great stuff. Great, great stuff. Uh, Jerome sends in a super chat and said, would you consider Reed telling Wanda about Black Bolt's power a dumb decision? And could he have put up a better fight if Reed didn't say anything? Yeah, people have been saying that. Probably so. You probably should keep that in your back pocket, Reed. Uh, don't tell your enemy what Black Bolt's power is. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, I, otherwise, she would not have known what to do there. And Black Bolt could have changed the situation and maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, well, she probably he probably could have killed her and and taken care of Wanda Maximoff for good, but um, who's to say? Who is to say? But it probably wasn't the best choice. Casey Mack, one of two. I got to say this movie did have a few of those horror movie type scare vibes when the blast door closed and I thought Wanda was just going to blast through them, but then she went around popped out of nowhere and really made me jump in my seat because I did not expect it at all. That scene, and I think when Charles had his neck snapped, got a lot of people in my theater. Yeah, man, this movie was a straight-up horror film, and that's what I loved about it. I mean, if anything, they could have leaned into it more, They but they have to make it a PG-13 movie at least. I thought all that stuff was great. I loved how Raimi leaned into those horror tropes and horror filmmaking techniques. I thought it was great. I love that he did that. And I want to see more from that. Like, I, it made me... I'd love to see a more horror. You lean into the horror on with Blade, and um, I, I because the supernatural is going to explode in a big way in the Blade movie. I mean, where do vampires come from, and why haven't we seen them yet? So I love the idea that this this is definitely pointing the way with Michael Giacchino directing uh, the Werewolf by Night, is the Halloween special. Um, I can't wait to see what they're going to do with that. It's going to be really interesting. Peter O'Callaghan sends in a super chat and says, uh, Hi, John. I, I think you meant to say, Hi, John. From Sheffield, England. I like the film, but America Chavez was just there as a plot device, and I love the cameos. Bring on the filthy. Peter, well, yeah, you had to have something. I, I like the fact, look, I love the fact that with America Chavez, they just jumped right in, and they have Defender Strange and America Chavez fighting, trying to get to the Book of Ashanti. What a great way to open the movie. Just boom, right into the middle of it. So yeah, she was a plot device, and I'm. I, I it would have been maybe it would have been interesting to see them go into her backstory when she was gets sucked in, not understanding her powers, and develop that more. But I like the way that the movie just jumped right into the middle of the action. I thought it was great. I really liked it. Carl Thomas sends in a super chat and says, "I saw the movie last night and said to myself, there was madness, but not enough multiverse." All in all, I liked the movie, but I didn't love it. Well, Carl, that's been a, a complaint that I've heard, and I don't think you're wrong. I mean, I, I, I think they could have gone more full bore, full tilt. Like the battle at the end could have been uh, exploding across multiverses more than we'd seen already in the film, and make it really crazy. But um, they obviously they didn't do that. But yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with you. But I did love it. I loved it. Just because I love the fact that it was, to me, it was like a great B-horror movie. You know, it's not supposed to be Endgame or Infinity War, which I adore. It's something different. It was a Sam Raimi horror movie, and I, I liked it for that reason. Tyler Pfeiffer sends in a super chat and says, maybe I'm the Tom Brady of a different universe. <laughs> Tyler, if you want to be a Tom Brady of a different universe, I think you should be. 
Why limit? Why let anyone tell you that you're not? In fact, I want to be the Russell Wilson of a different universe. So maybe my Russell Wilson and your Tom Brady can square off in the Super Bowl against one another in a multiverse. How much madness would that be? I think that'd be kind of fun, to be honest. Noah Aguilera sends in a super chat and says, Is it bad I wanted wanted to succeed throughout most of the movie? Also, there's no way she's dead. <laughs> no. Uh, I want her to succeed too. Why not? Sometimes you want the villains to succeed. There is no way that she's dead. I mean, I can totally understand that. Um, oh, there's two of those. But yeah, I am, I'm right there with you, man. I, I, like, I, I thought Wanda, she was a great villain. I sympathized. Phil sends in a super chat and says, So many observations about this movie, but just going to say that I liked it and need to go see it again as I missed the opening lines of the Illuminati members due to the whole theater cheering too loud. Yeah, people liked it. I mean, it's almost like the obligatory. They have, they feel people, I sometimes feel people feel they have to cheer when really I think it's like, I get it. I, I can understand why Peter, Peter, they've cheered for Peter, the Peters in No Way Home, but this was so compelling and interesting. I too need to go back and see it again because I feel that there was a lot of stuff that I missed. Again, I was supposed to see, I want to see it in 3D IMAX. I was supposed to go today, but couldn't make it. So really bum me out. But yeah, they're trying to like it when people cheer, cheer too loud. But Phil, thanks for the support of the channel. And great minds think alike. Ismail Montoya, how are you, sir? Sent in a super chat and says, Hey, John, I enjoyed Doctor Strange too, but I felt the second act let me down, specifically the Illuminati. I mean, I mean, these are powerful beings that should have given Wanda a bit more of a challenge, not just the cameos. Uh, Ismail, I'm right there with you. I would like to have seen far more of a challenge there um, because it seemed like a little bit of a cakewalk for Wanda. I would have liked to have seen those characters plot and strategize throughout the rest of the film. Um, and, uh, you know, <clears throat> I guess that was too much to ask because then the actors would have had to have been paid more and they wouldn't just have been cameos. And I just, I would like to have seen more and, and more of them in longer bits of the movie. So I don't disagree with you. Uh, Noah Drassen says, Hey, John, saw the movie yesterday with my brothers, and I liked it. Krasinski's Reed Richards made me jump out of my seat, and Wanda stole the show. Really hoping we get that certain Fantastic Four announcement soon. I was expecting that we would get a Fantastic Four announcement maybe as soon as tomorrow. I mean, why not? You know? Why not? Um, I think that... Um, uh, it, 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 uh, it, Krasinski, first of all, was I thought he was great as Doctor Str uh, Doctor Strange as Reed Richards. I I really liked him, and I hope we do get that um, get that announcement. I would like to I'd like to see it. I I can't wait to see a Fantastic Four movie. I really can't uh, in the MCU. Ben Burnside sends in a super chat and says, "I love the One Eyed Monster. I did too, man. I thought it was great." Uh, I thought for a short screen time, it showed some fun personality with his angry face. Totally. It felt like a 40s monster movie with the music and the frantic people running from it. Ben, right there with you, buddy. I loved it. Giant one-eyed tentacled monster. It did feel like it was out of a movie from the 40s or the 50s. Uh, it also reminded me of the um, Johnny Quest episode, Robot Spy with the giant spider. I loved that episode when I was a kid. Uh, I, I just thought it was great. That was so Sam Raimi. I mean, it was so... it. it Obviously, that's it's a pretty goofy monster, let's face it. But I was so there for it. I totally loved it. And um, yeah, man, it was great. Lots of fun. 
And I like with you, angry face. That's exactly what it had. It had that angry face. I loved it. Fang Blaze Seven One sends in a super chat and says, "Like you always say, John, this is the Marvel fake death universe. I'd give it six months to a year to find out that we're seeing Wanda again." Well, you know, I I I I always thought we were going to see Wanda. You know, um, yeah, I think I think uh, we are going to see her again. But like John says, it is the fake death universe, and I definitely think that we are going to see Wanda. Um, Jose Garcia sends in a super chat and says, Hey guys, John, can you finally tell us what the other pictures you had leaked to you were? Thanks. Love the show. Jose, I have to say he can't because they are big spoilers for something that we haven't seen yet, but something that is in the process of being made. So that's all I'm going to say what it is. And uh, it's up for, it's up for John to spoil it or say anything when he wants to, but I uh, far be it for me. To say anything now. Uh, ben Burnside sent in a $10 super chat. I love how they have Charles and Wanda interact with their history in the comics. I was hoping it would have been more significant. When they're in Wanda's mind, the setting reminded me of House of M. I agree, man. And again, I still think after this, Wanda is going to somehow be responsible for the mutants coming back or being there in the first place. And I do expect to see Magneto as Wanda's father. I think that obviously we haven't seen the last of Wanda. And uh, I want to see where they're going to take it. Uh, absolutely. So very much interested to see where they are going to go. Well, everyone, this is, I guess we would be part two. I'm definitely going to come back and answer more of your questions. But for now, I'm going to end it right here. I'm, of course, Robert Meyer Burnett. You can follow me if you're not watching the John Campia channel. You can follow me uh, on Instagram at Robert Meyer Burnett or RM Burnett. You can find me on Twitter at Burnett RM. You can find me on TikTok at Post Geek Singularity and my own YouTube page, thepostgeeksingularity.com. Actually, no, just the Post Geek Singularity. And my website is thepostgeeksingularity.com. Just find me if you want. We'll interact. I'll talk to anybody or slide into my DMs on Twitter, you know, however that goes. And remember, uh, you can always send a tip to the John Campia Show 24-7, seven days a week, right down there if you're not watching us live. And on that note, I want to say thank you to everyone who supports the channel. And remember, every person you meet has a story to tell that you have yet to hear. And for the John Campia Show, I'm Robert Meyer Burnett, and I will see you soon. Maybe I won't see you. Maybe a multiverse iteration of me. Think about that. Maybe multiple, multiple versions of me. You never know who you're going to see, but it's going to happen soon. <laughs>